Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of Unfiltered. Gosh, it's really been, I mean, I know I only skipped one week, but for some reason, I don't know, like skipping that one week kind of just threw me off. And yeah, I I guess it made me realize how special recording these episodes are to me just because they give me the opportunity to really kind of sit down and slow down. Um, just because everything in college is just like, go, go, go. Life seems to be happening at a million miles an hour. Um, but, you know, for the hour or so that I set aside to record this podcast, it's really an opportunity for me to just reflect and to calm down a bit. Um, so yeah, I, I really, I, I didn't do an episode last week because it was in the middle of midterms and I was just super busy. And uh, yeah, this week, um, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going to say I'm going to have my entryway on anytime soon because I, I do, we were so close to recording, but my, one of my, like Pierre <laughs> went skydiving, which is so, so random and so out of the blue, but yeah, he ended up going skydiving and then it was Kevin, it's Kevin's birthday today. So if you're listening to this, happy birthday, Kevin. Um, but yeah, it's Kevin's birthday. And I was like, I don't really I don't know, because I usually record super early. Um, so I was like, I don't want to make him wake up on his birthday and it's fine. So yeah, we're doing a solo, um, but I will have them on at some point. Um, so, you know, what? just you really should get your hopes up because I think that would be a really good episode. But yeah, it's just me today. Um, and today's going to be pretty laid back. I, I normally record in the morning, but it's 8 p.m. on a Sunday. And I think... I don't know. Everything feels kind of different when I'm recording at night. Uh, just a little more laid back and, and chill. Um, my book recommendation of the week is The Good Earth by Pearl S. Bucks, which is a classic, but a really good book. It's about kind of like the relationship between family and money and land. And it, yeah, it's a pretty short read. I got through it in, I would say, like a little less than a week, but a very good book. Um, and then my excitement is just this entire week because there are a lot of super in, like, super fun things happening. So we have friends' birthdays. Uh, it's Ke- it was Kevin's birthday today, but we pushed his celebration to this Friday. And then um, there's Halloween. My first college Halloween. I'm super excited. Um, my friend group is planning on dressing up as each other, which will be really funny. I'm excited to see uh, the guys dressing up as the girls. That'll be really funny. Um, and then it's my roommate's birthday on Friday, but we're pushing her actual celebration to the week after that. So yeah, I guess like my excitement is the next couple of weeks are full of full of some very fun things planned. And yeah, um, I want to share, I don't typically do this, but I wanted to, ju- to just share a quote before I get on to the actual podcast, um, just because I, I saw this quote and I thought it was pretty I really liked it. It really kind of resonated with me. So it says, to be creative means to be in love with life. You can be creative only if you love life enough that you want to enhance its beauty. You want to bring a little more music to it, a little more poetry to it, a little more dance to it. Um, So yeah, this just constantly reminds me to be creative in all I do. I'm a super dreamy person, I would say. So yeah, I love music. I love, I love reading poetry. I don't really write poetry, but I like reading it. Um, I, yeah, just seeing the beauty in life um, in many different ways. So 
Uh, without further ado, let's get on into the podcast. Um, the first thing that I want to talk about is being introverted. So I actually would classify myself as an ambivert. Um, so I lie pretty much in the middle, but I definitely think I lean more towards the introverted side, which a lot of people, honestly, upon coming to college, a lot of people were surprised that I am that way. But I don't think, I don't think it necessarily can be seen in like how talkative you are and how going you how outgoing you are um because introverted people are not always shy like i don't think i used to be a really shy kid when i was younger i will say that um i never really spoke up in class i never really i don't know i was i was pretty shy but i i think i grew out of it and honestly now I, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I speak up in class, um, in like section and stuff when there's less people, I don't really speak up in, in my big lecture classes, but I mean that, that kind of comes with the fact that everything is online. It's so weird. I don't really want to speak up on zoom because I don't know. I feel like all eyes are on me, but yeah, I don't really speak up in class that much, but when it comes to friends, uh, and social things, I would say that I, I'm not a shy person when you get to know me. So in the beginning, I would say it takes a, some time for me to warm up to people. Um, and I definitely struggled with this a lot in the beginning of college. So like I remember the first week, oh my gosh, it was just exhausting. Like, cause you, you're surrounded by so many new people. And like the stressful part is you don't know who you're actually going to be friends with. So like you're meeting all these people, you're kind of saying the same thing over and over again. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm majoring in molecular and cellular bio. I, these are all the other classes I'm taking. I like to play guitar and go on runs, like stuff like that, like pretty surface level stuff. Um, and you know, it's nice at first getting to know people, but I would say it, it, it is pretty tiring. So the first week was a little rough for me, but, um, now I think I have a, a pretty solid group of friends that I feel comfortable with and that I've kind of pushed, I've, we've pushed past that initial stage of like, hi, how are you? Or hi, like, what's your name? You know? Um, but, what was I even saying? I don't even remember where I was going with this. Oh, so yeah, I think like a lot of people were very surprised. Like they're surprised when I tell them I'm introverted because once you get to know me, I'm pretty outgoing. I would say like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm pretty, I can be pretty loud. Um, and I, I do talk, but I have a limit and this is where my introversion kicks in. Uh, my good friends back home know this about me, but when I am done hanging out with people, like I am done hanging out with people and it's either seen by the fact that I just go silent and I stop talking or I kind of just leave. <laughs> um, so yeah, like back at home, like when I would be around, it would happen around everyone. It's not a personal thing. Like even if I was with my two best friends back home, like there would come a time where I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm tired. And I would just kind of 
stop talking. <laughs> um, and like, I think like knowing, I knowing your limits when it comes to socializing is a really important thing because you don't want to, you don't want to spread yourself too thin. You don't want to, you know, give and give and give and not take time for yourself. So I think I was really good at that back at home. I think coming to college, it's been a little bit harder to respect that aspect of my, of, of who I am, just because there's so much, I don't know, like a huge thing in college is FOMO. Like you feel like if you're not always with people, if you're not always going out, you're missing out on something, which is not true. Um, but yeah, and the, like I, I am still struggling with this a little bit. I think I'm a little bit better just because, you know, I, I feel like I do have good friends that wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't care if I, if I didn't show up or whatever. But like I, yeah, in the beginning, like I felt like I couldn't stay in my dorm even if I was tired just because like then I would miss something. So I would just like always be going out and like always meeting new people and then like I would be like, it's fine, it's fine, I'm fine. And then I would get home and I'd realize how tired I was and I would just crash and it would just, yeah, it was exhausting. Um, So I would say like in terms of my introversion, it's not that I don't like being around people. It's I, I love being around people. It's just that I also love time alone and I have a limited energy reserve and sometimes I really need to be alone. Uh, so something that I've, I've learned in college um, that's also worth mentioning is is spending time alone is is really important and I'm not I don't have as much alone time as I used to back home because back at home everyone lived in different places and you're kind of just like doing your own thing when you're at home and then you go out with your friends you see them at school and stuff but in college like and I talked about this on on the last episode but your your work and play are very intertwined um which is really nice in some regards but it can also be really tiring um I, I don't really have much alone time I have like half an hour or an hour here and there but yeah I think uh yeah, so college is, is teaching me that spending time alone is really important and it's not that I'm it's not that I don't want it's not that I don't like being around people. It's just that sometimes I do need to, you know, focus on myself, take care of myself. Um and I have, you know, Pierre and Kevin across the room, like across the entryway, like they are super conscious about spending alone time, which I I I've told this to them. I said, I respect you a lot for that. Um, because they know when they want to be alone. Um, and I've kind of been slowly getting that back, whether it be through just sometimes I'll just go on long walks and listen to music and be alone, or I'll go to Trader Joe's alone, or I will, um, just sit in my room and play guitar alone, listen to music. Sometimes I'll just lie in my bed and close my door and that is alone time for me. So yeah, just grabbing grabbing opportunities to be alone. But then, you know, it's all a balance. I, I definitely have my fair share of times that I go out and and spend spend time with people into the very late hours of the night. But it's a balance. Um, I think it's important to know when you want to go out versus when you want to be alone and not forcing yourself to do anything. So I really... Yeah, that's like, that's the thing about socializing and stuff is like, 
you think you're fine, but then like sometimes it'll catch up to you. So like I'll be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. And then like I'll get home and I'll be like, wow, I am trained and it'll just hit me. So yeah. Um, and then uh, oh, I, I keep losing my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So being I would say like being introverted for me, I mean, obviously everyone is different for some people like they are introverted because they are shy. But I would say I would call myself introverted because I cannot constantly be around people and knowing my limits when it comes to socializing is is a huge thing that I've been working on in college. Um, Obviously, I love spending time with people. I would not trade my time with my friends for the world. I've had some of the most amazing memories here. I've had just the best experiences of my life um, in these last, I guess, almost two months of college. But I do, I have also savored my alone time and just realizing that is super important for me. Um, so yeah, if you if you didn't know, I, I do classify myself as more introverted, which uh, surprisingly a lot of people think is pretty odd. I will say in high school, I I don't think I was shy at all in high school, but I don't think I was as outgoing uh, as some people. But um, one thing, I guess this is like something I can touch on, but one thing I do that I like doing in order to kind of overcome aspects of my, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm not a shy anymore is because I like to put myself in uncomfortable positions. So um, my freshman year, I joined the debate team and I was pretty soft-spoken. I never really, I think it also comes with the fact that I was a freshman. So just like I was a little intimidated uh, going into going into high school. Um, But yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't as opinionated. I didn't really feel comfortable speaking in front of people, but I stuck with it. And my senior year, um, I ended up captaining. And I think that was one of the most, that was one of the best opportunities for me to work on my confidence and to improve my speaking skills um, and to just improve my ability to advocate for myself and to stand up for myself and and to stand up for things that I believe in. Um, and I would also, you know, ask questions in class, um, lead, try to lead discussions when possible um, for like presentations and stuff. Like I would usually opt to work alone um, and I would give very like speech oriented presentations kind of just because I like I like public speaking I will say that I really do like public speaking um and I think it's it's a really important skill um but I I don't know where I saw this but like public speaking is like one of the top fears of of humanity which I think is super interesting but it also makes a lot of sense um so yeah like what in order to overcome my shyness I forced myself into these uncomfortable positions um and I think I'm I would say I'm pretty comfortable in front of a crowd that also it makes sense because I like I like performing um and back at home I would like lead worship in front of my church or I would perform in front of crowds so yeah I I'm not too shy in that sense but Coming full circle, I feel like I touched on like so many things, but coming full circle all the way back to just like the topic of introversion. Yes, um, being introverted 
has sometimes it has it has its you know it's not always easy <laughs> I'm okay not not in the way that like I'm not trying to be like oh pity me but yeah being introverted I think can be hard at times but um I think there's a lot of a lot of power in 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 the introvert I think it's an interesting thing to talk about and like something that I love doing is like I love analyzing people and I love uh like getting to know people and and uh like figuring out what they're like I love like the Enneagram types um Myers-Briggs like all those personality tests I think are super interesting like oh if you guys wanted to know I'm a type three um on the Enneagram which is the achiever and I don't remember what I am for Myers-Briggs but I think I am the advocate yes I don't know what that is I think it's INFJ I could be wrong but um the interesting thing about these personality tests is that they give you like a list of strengths and weaknesses. And I remember specifically, I was reading all of them for type three and I was just shocked because I was like, this is me, this is me, this is me. Um, you know, like strengths are like, they're very goal oriented, uh, future oriented. They pretty much always know what they're working for, stuff like that. They're pretty organized when it comes to their work. They rarely get distracted. But when it comes to the weaknesses, they care a lot about what other people think of them. One small failure will completely change their mindset about how they see themselves, like stuff like that. So yeah, very accurate. I think I think those personality tests are pretty accurate and very, very interesting to me. Um, so all that to say, I think the so I think the topic of of introversion versus extroversion is extroversion is really interesting. Back at home, most of my friends were most of my friends were ambiverts. I would say a few of them lean towards introversion. A few of them learn, lean toward extroversion, but I don't, you know, I really don't think there exists a full introvert or a full extrovert. Um, I don't think I've really met any here. I think most people here are pretty in the middle, leaning towards a little one side. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, but, but yeah, um, I think I've exhausted that topic. The next thing I want to talk about is how to remain present how to remain rooted in the present. Um, I think this is very applicable no matter the time of your life that you're in. But I think the time of life that a lot of you listening to and that I am in, uh, you know, taking online classes in college, I think remaining rooted in the present is more important than ever. For me, and I was talking to some of my friends about this, I'm sure a lot of you can relate. The fact that everything is online makes things just not feel real. Like nothing feels, it's not, it's, I don't know, like things aren't tangible. Like I'm not going to an, I'm not physically going to a class. I'm not, I'm not holding test papers in my hand. I'm not actually it just feels like it just doesn't feel real. Like I don't feel like I'm actually taking classes here at Harvard, which I know I am, but it doesn't feel real. And I think I think when things don't feel real, that's when time just gets the best of you. And I geez, like I time is just whizzing by and I knew time would pass by quickly. Like I knew it, but I didn't I didn't think it would be this fast. And the interesting thing is that my in high school, I actually had the complete opposite mindset. In high school, I was like, I 
senior year will never come. The time to apply to colleges will never come. Like graduating, I will never graduate. This will never, ever happen. And then it did happen, obviously, but I, I refused to accept that it happened. And even when it did happen, it didn't feel real. Now in college, I know that things are going to pass by fast. Like I know for a fact that my freshman year, my first semester of freshman year is ending in a couple months, but I don't know, like time is just passing by quicker and quicker. And one of my friends back home, he always tells me that like they do studies about people's perception of time. And it's been shown that as you grow older in your mind, time passes by quicker. Okay. As you get older, the rate at which you perceive time to pass grows exponentially. So like you, it's insane. And like, I can attest to that. It's already been, I mean, I'm already over halfway done with my classes. And I feel like I would just took my first day of classes back on September 2nd. I will say for, I don't know, classes in college are really short. So I'm definitely not used to it, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I just started college and yet here we are. Um, And another thing is like, I have fallen into such a routine, um, into such familiarity that it's making the weeks fly by. So like, I know I know that on Mondays I have certain classes and I'm going to be doing certain assignments. I know on Tuesdays, like because I'm in these classes that are so structured and I have the same assignments every week, I pretty much do the same thing every week. Like Tuesdays are when I do my lab reports. Uh, Wednesdays are when I do my gen ed journals. Uh, Thursday through Monday, I'm working on my math piece set. Like it's it's very very it's very monotonous um, in in the assignments that I'm doing, um, and then also like the things like I have weekly hangouts with the same people like every on the same day, and like Saturdays are the days I do laundry and work on piece sets, and we watch uh, K dramas together in uh, in my entryway mate's room. And I think like the fact that each week is pretty much the same, um, which is not a bad thing. Like I, I love it. I love these little traditions. I think they're so special to me. But because every week is like that, it's making time pass by so much quicker. Um, and yeah, I was talking to my parents the other day and my dad was telling me, he was like, I went into college thinking that I would be here forever, but it kind of just goes by in the blink of an eye. And I'm not, I don't want to I don't want this to be like a depressing thing because, I mean, we still have a lot of time, but I think it's like a reminder to me that you should live every day like it's your last. You should cherish the present, all aspects of it. (laughs) I'm so, I don't know, like one, something that I realized and something that I've been saying to myself a lot is when it comes to the things that make you happy focus on the little things for me I'm cherishing the act of lugging my laundry on Saturday mornings over to to wig G um, and then coming back and like doing my pizza and then watching K-dramas at night I cherish the card games and the Friday night hangouts and always meeting at 7 30 in front of wig um, and ordering the same thing from Sweet Green in the Square three days in a row. I cherish the act of brewing coffee every morning and wearing my pajamas and my hoodie to class. I cherish my Tuesday nights with Audrey and Amanda. I cherish my walks and runs by the Charles. I just I cherish those little moments. Um, 
So when it comes to the things that make you happy, focus on the little things. But when it comes to the things that stress you out, zoom out and look at the bigger picture. Don't focus on the little things that stress you out. Have a more overarching mindset. So for me, like, and I, I learned this in high school too, but like, when I look back, I don't remember like specific things I was stressed out about. I kind of just remember the good things. So when I get stressed and when things start to feel like they're, when little things start to feel like they're piling up and then everything just kind of catastrophic, I kind of have to take a step back and think, Emily, you might be stressed about this one assignment in one class out of the four years you will be in college. But if you think about it on the grander scale of things, it doesn't really matter as much as you think. And there are certain things to remember when times get stressful. For me, I'm grateful that I'm healthy. I'm grateful that I'm here at college, at Harvard. For me, I'm grateful that I'm able to take these classes. I'm grateful that I've met these people. I'm grateful that I have a family who loves and supports me. I'm grateful for all these amazing opportunities and experiences. I'm grateful that I'm simply alive. So remaining present for me is about holding on to the little things that make you happy, but zooming out and looking at the bigger picture when stressful times arise. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of I got a little a little existential um but but yeah I mean I mean every word that I said um and I think I'm really grateful because I think the people who I've become friends with have a very similar mindset um and I am just I live every day with so much gratitude in my heart. And I if you listen to the very first podcast that I ever made here at Harvard, um, which was like I talked about my semester goals and stuff, I really emphasize that I held on to gratitude and hope. And I think those two things have been super prevalent recently. So hope in the sense I, I hoped that even though this semester is so strange, I hoped that I would still be able to get the most out of it. And I, I truly think that I have. Um, and then gratitude for the fact that I'm here. Gratitude for the fact that I still get to take these classes and meet these people. And I still live, I still live my life with that gratitude. Only this time it's gratitude for all the little things. Um, I'm grateful for just like the fact that I feel comfortable with the people here. Um, and as I record this, I'm sitting at my desk and something that I love to do is I I love hanging things up on my wall th- and like, cause I love being able to read them. So like right now I'm staring at the birthday card that all my friends signed. Um, and now I'm looking at a postcard that was sent to me by Audrey and I'm looking at a, a note written to me by Amanda. I'm looking at a Bible verse that was super important to me one specific week. I'm looking at post-it notes with a bunch of quotes that my dad sends me every week in, in his weekly email. Um, I'm looking at my friend Audrey 
we both love Taylor Swift. So she'll write Taylor Swift lyrics on little sticky notes. And I like, I, I put them on my wall. Um, I, I'm looking at notes that I write to myself, like take it one day at a time, uh, trust the process, give yourself grace, all this stuff. Um, and it's just, it makes me so happy. I also have like quotes <laughs> uh, from my friends, like when they say something funny, uh, I'll quote them and I, I'll write it on the wall. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to say them just because they're super, they're kind of weird and not weird in that way, but like they're super, you, you'd have to understand the context in order to get it. So yeah. Um, but I, yeah, all this, all this to say, it's important to remain present. It's important to just like seize the day, I think is what I'm trying to say. Seize every opportunity around you. Do what makes you uncomfortable. And if you're, it's easier said than done, but there will always be uncertainty in your life. There will always be what if, or there will always be, you know, you're always going to think, you're always going to have reservations about things, but since there will always be reservations and uncertainty, like why not just why not just live life to the fullest and seize opportunities regardless? Like I think I worded that weirdly. I always end up doing this, but I think you know what I'm trying to say. Um, if you feel a certain way, express it. If you want to do something but you're nervous, just do it. Like <laughs> uh, that's something that I've been learning. And like, I, I love that about myself now. Like, I feel like I used to be so what if, what if, what if, but I think now like I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more relaxed. A, I'm a lot more relaxed in regards to my um, attitude towards school, not relaxed in the sense that like, I don't do my work because I still do my work, but relaxed in the sense that like, I am not as stressed out as I, as I was in high school. My senior year, I was super stressed out and like, I was a lot of my friends can attest to that. It was relevant in like what I chose to do with my time. Um, but now I think I'm I'm pretty good at balancing like socializing and school and and all this stuff. And I think I'm every day I'm learning, every day I'm meeting new people, and it's been amazing. Um, but yeah. Uh so <laughs> how do you remain present? I'm gonna say it one more time, just in case, in case you didn't catch it. When it comes to the things that make you happy, focus on the little things. But when it comes to the things that stress you out, zoom out and look at the bigger picture. That is my secret. The last thing, I think this might be a shorter episode, which is okay. Um, the last thing is, this is a very, uh, I feel like, you know, a lot of my episodes are pretty, I don't know, like I get into some deep stuff. I definitely want to have some where they're just like, messing around <laughs> um which will definitely be the one with my entryway and once i start getting some more friends on here that's when <laughs> that's when some interesting conversations will arise but uh yeah um the last thing well you know when i'm when i'm it's just me at the mic at night uh i can't help but get a little a little deep the last thing is everything happens for a reason and i think <laughs> i think that this is something that I've been thinking about a lot recently and it's really been blowing my mind. I have been thinking about a lot recently. If COVID had not hit, where would I be now? And I was talking to my roommate about this, but if COVID hadn't hit, 
I don't think I would have been friends with the same people. I don't think our relationships would have been the same because, first of all, because of COVID, we're in our dorms a lot, like for classes and stuff. Like we're not walking around campus. We're not going to club meetings. We're in our dorms a lot. And I think that has led to us growing closer and like always hanging out in our dorms and, you know, stuff like that. And then like if COVID hadn't hit, I don't even know if I'd have Amanda as a roommate. We, If I had, if I would have had her, I would have had a different, we would have probably had like two more roommates and I think our relationship would be different. I don't think Amanda would be, and I would be as close. I don't think we would be as close with Kevin and Pierre across the hall. Um, the way I met Audrey was randomly one night. It was like the the very first n- night that I actually had a negative COVID test result. So I was able to leave because like for the first 24 hours, you're supposed to stay inside until you get your your uh your negative result and so in order to celebrate that amanda and i decided to go on a night walk and that's when i stumbled across audrey and i think to myself what if we hadn't gone on that night walk what if i had moved in on a different day and as a result my quarantine period would have been different and i would have maybe gone on a walk on a different day and not seen audrey like there are so many what ifs and if covid hadn't hit i don't really don't think I would be friends with the same people. But now that I have these people in my life, I can't imagine life without them. And it's crazy. Like when you sit back and you think everything in my life led up to this moment now, it kind of blows your mind. And a year ago today, if I had told myself that I would be sitting in a Harvard dorm recording a podcast, with some of the best friends I've made in my life, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't believe, I wouldn't have believed myself. This time last year, I was very, very stressed out because I was in the midst of college applications, in the midst of midterms and, and school and trying to f- figure out things about myself. And I don't know how I got to this point. I don't know how I got so lucky. I really don't know how I got so blessed. Um, and it's it's crazy to me that everything in my life has led up to this moment where I am sitting at my desk recording this episode. So holding on to that mindset, I think it changes the way that you live your life. I think for me, it it allows me to appreciate everything that happens no matter like how good or how bad it is um and like finding joy in everything and i talked about this in my last podcast with audrey um but <laughs> i love to romanticize my life and when you romanticize your life you're able to kind of just like see the beauty and everything happening around you um and i think that's one of the reasons why i really liked the quote that i i i talked about um in the beginning like just finding beauty and and love and music and poetry and dancing and everything um is really what creativity is and i think creativity is one of the most beautiful things in life um uh so that was like pretty short but yeah if any of you listening to this are confused about like the the stage of life they're in or if you're just like facing a lot of uncertainty I assure you everything will be okay everything is happening for a reason 
Um, and yeah, and I don't really have like a set topic for the last however long I'm going to record this episode. Um, but I kind of just wanted to be a little bit more casual and just kind of talk about, you know, some of the things that have been on my mind. One thing is I've been doing a lot of thinking for this podcast and I, I think I like what it is now. Um, but I think that it could be something so much more. And, you know, I'm going to keep bringing people, like friends and stuff on and, and guests. I think it was really cool when I had Christine on, uh, you know, stuff like that. But I think, I think I could do more. I'm not exactly sure what more I could. I'm, I'm trying to brainstorm ideas. The, I have a lot of ideas of things I want to talk about, but in terms of like how I want to make it into something greater, because I really want this to be a platform that I can use to help people and to to perform outreach and you know to to shed light on certain things. I think in order for me to do that, there are certain steps that I'm going to have to take, and I have no clue what that entails or what that means. But I do know that there is a desire in me to do that, and so I'm trying to figure that out. I really don't know um, because it, the interesting thing about podcasting is a lot of times people who make podcasts already have a platform. So like YouTubers or celebrities or actors or actresses or whatever. So like people who listen to their podcast are trying to know to know more about them. Like for example, a YouTuber, like they have a podcast, they kind of talk about like more serious things or like more personal things that they don't talk about on their YouTube channel. And people who are listening to their podcast, like have their YouTube channel kind of as a background so they like know that I don't know if that makes sense but like for me I don't have a YouTube channel like my podcast is kind of just a random thing that I wanted to start so I think like I don't know it's like interesting that this is the way that people are getting to know me um <laughs> but but yeah I, I I don't really know like what specifically I want to do but I know that there is something more that I want to do um so yeah I have a lot of hopes and dreams for this podcast and like when I think about how I want to keep doing this throughout college. Like I keep just getting so like it blows my mind because I'm like, what if I listen to my episodes from freshman year and like realize she didn't know what she was talking about? I probably, you know, I really don't know what I'm talking about, but like I feel like when I'm older, I'm gonna look back and be like, wow, I really didn't know what I was doing. Um like you're in for I wish I feel like when I'm older I'm gonna be like oh I wish I could go to my freshman self and be like you're in for a treat like you have no clue what life's gonna throw at you you have no clue uh, what you're gonna learn and experience and go through but but yeah um I think like that's why I love these episodes because there's they're like little time capsules if that makes sense uh and then like I it touches my heart because I have random people who will just, who I don't even know, um, like people from my, who are in my grade, which I'm not friends with, but like I know them, I follow them on Instagram and stuff like that. Or like random people will be like, hey, like I listen to your podcast and I want to let you know, uh, like it's it's super, it's super introspective and, and insightful and and like people tell me I have a really good podcasting voice, which like I've never heard that before, but thank you. Um, and like, I don't know, like the words, the words that you guys tell me mean a lot. And I'm really, really grateful that you guys actually listen to me. 
Um, I know I say this every single week, but it blows my mind that people actually want to listen to me talk because I really hate listening to myself talk, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Um, yeah. And then like a final note is, wow, that, that thought really left my brain. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, <laughs> a final thing is I hmm, how do I want to word this? I think I'm at a point of my I'm at a point of my life where I'm trying to I think I'm a very like when it comes to like other people, like I I really I love like being there for them and like getting to know them and and like I feel like I'm a very observant person so like in a group I can pretty much I can note it I can pick up on like how people are feeling and stuff like if I know them um but I think like one thing that college has taught me is that having that ability and that skill is is more important than ever um and like always because like support networks are are incredibly important like and I want to go in I want to go forth with the mindset of I want to make sure that everyone in my life feels cared for and like feels supported feels like they have someone um and I've you know I've had I've had people just randomly dm me and like tell me that certain things of my podcast or like certain things that I've said or whatever, like have have affected them like in a good way and I've helped them. Um, so if you guys are listening to this, whether or not you're a close friend or if you're just like a random person that I've never talked to before, like I really hope that you can feel free to reach out to me and people have been reaching out to me, which is insane. But yeah, um, at the end of the day, we're all in the same position and we are all, we're all doing life together. So yeah, and I want to make sure that everyone feels like they have someone that they can talk to. So with that, I think I'm going to end this episode. This was pretty short. Um, I'm also pretty tired. It's only 9 p.m. on a Sunday, but um, if you've been listening to my episodes, you know that I don't sleep anymore <laughs> because who sleeps in college? Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. I think next week I'm going to try to get my friend Jane on, who is a HUM 10 student. And HUM10 is a humanities course at Harvard, and they cover very interesting, like super philosophical things. And I think, I mean, I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about that. She also, we also have some really cool things to talk about, but like, but yeah, I, I love having friends on who take different classes than I do because I think there's something to be learned from every single person around you. So I hope you guys stay tuned for that episode. And honestly, like, I don't know I don't I definitely think like in the future I will take breaks like probably around final season I will I will I won't podcast for like a week and stuff but like I don't know taking that one break really kind of threw me off and I kind of hated it and I really kind of missed the act of talking into a mic um so yeah uh expect weekly episodes from here on out as I've been doing except for the last week um I I thank you guys for your support for always hearing what I have to say um and 
yeah, I hope to see you guys on next week's episode uh, for episode 11 of Unfiltered. Um, so yeah, uh, I will catch you next Sunday. <laughs> Bye.